I'm Kaylee Arrett, and you're listening to episode 32 of Me When I'm Free. This is the podcast that ponders the question Who is this me when I'm free? And why does it even matter? And what would it be like to live into our unique design on behalf of the world? Let's explore these questions together each week through a simple story, a few moments of reflection, and space to pray. Join me, friend. The subject line of the email read, in all caps, Holy cow, I'm going to be on Nightline. The recipients, my parents and siblings, as I gushed about the opportunity that had quite literally fallen into my lap in recent days, I was selected to be highlighted on an upcoming Nightline segment, and they were coming to my house in three days. I was in a panic as I considered the house cleaning and the outfit planning that lay ahead of me. But first, the backstory. It was one year into my venture into the world of becoming a money-saving blogger. While hanging out in an online forum looking for deals, I discovered an editor from ABC News looking for extreme couponers. Why not? I thought I have the skills to be an extreme couponer. What could it hurt? So I shot her a quick email with a link to my website. A day later, a response popped up in my inbox. Her name was Maggie and she would like to hear more about my story. Would I like to chat tomorrow? I squealed into my coffee cup, took a deep breath, and sent her back my phone number. We finally connected. She gave me the scoop on her plan to arrive at my home on Friday with her news crew. They would then accompany me to a local store, cameras following me throughout the store as I used my fanciest couponing skills to score as many deals as possible with $50. I hung up and immediately emailed my family with that shouty caps subject line. I am going to be on Nightline. I floated around the rest of the day, imagining the surge of growth my little blog was about to experience as it was highlighted on this popular national TV show. This was my moment that I was ready. 24 hours later, and it was time for me to send another email to my family. They weren't coming. They had found another extreme couponer to talk with. I cried into my coffee cup and stopped cl clipping my stack of coupons. The fast track to fame and fortune had closed. My dreams of viral stardom came crashing to earth. It was back to reality for me. It's an odd feeling to tell that story now, 
mostly because I don't recognize that person anymore. Not only do I no longer have a money-saving blog, I actually don't even use coupons anymore. The story aired, soon followed by the craze of the hit extreme couponing show, making extreme couponers rather infamous as they cleared shelves and stockpiled jello for days. But the other reason I don't recognize this me is that, quite frankly, that person was not me. I had no desire to be defined as an extreme couponer. That was not who I was. But the promise of sudden fame almost shifted my entire identity in a moment. As I reflect back on this sudden yet defining moment in my life, I feel gratitude. Seems to me now that calling is just as much about identifying who I am as who I am not. So I am thankful now for that brief brush with disappointment as it provided an abundance of clarity not discovered any other way. The title of this episode is When Way Closes. I took the title from a chapter in Parker Palmer's book, Let Your Life Speak. He tells the story of a season of his life where he was questioning his calling. During that season, he sought counsel from his Quaker friends who responded with their traditional counsel. Have faith and way will open. He struggled with this response because in his experience, the only way that had opened was the wrong way. So he took his frustrations to an older Quaker woman known for her thoughtfulness and candor. Ruth, he said, people keep telling me that way will open. Well, I sit in the silence, I pray, I listen for my calling, but way is not opening. I've been trying to find my vocation for a long time, and I still don't have the foggiest idea of what I'm meant to do. Ruth's reply was a model of Quaker plain speaking. In 60 plus years of living, way has never opened in front of me, she responded. Parker Palmer said, his heart sunk. But then... She spoke again, this time with a grin. But a lot of way has closed behind me, and that's had the same guiding effect. Parker writes that he laughed at her response, and his experience since then has confirmed the lesson she taught him that day. There is as much guidance in what does not and cannot happen in my life as there is in what can and does maybe more. Oz Guinness writes in his book, The Call, needless to say, recognizing who we aren't is only the first step toward knowing who we are. It would be a few months later after my nightline disappointment that I would organize an online food drive in which non-extreme couponers like myself would band together and use our skills to donate over 20,000 food items to our local food pantries. 
I'm still so glad that door closed. There is indeed a gift in knowing who I am not. And so today, friend, I leave you with these questions and some space to reflect. If it's helpful, I invite you to grab a journal to jot these thoughts down and ponder them throughout the week. Question one. Parker Palmer goes on to write in Let Your Life Speak. Each time a door closes, the rest of the world opens up. All we need to do is stop pounding on the door that just closed, turn around, and welcome the largeness of life that now lies open to our soul. What stirs for you as you consider the doors of calling or opportunity that have closed behind you? Is there anything that you've learned about who you are and who you are not as a result? And question two, what would it be like to imagine Jesus as a part of your journey of calling, even when way closes? It's possible you've never considered a question like this, and it may actually even stir up some sadness for you, particularly if some of the closed doors represent deep disappointment. Whatever surfaces, ask Jesus if there is anything he would like to tell you about who you are and who you are not as you hold out this disappointment to him. Then would you take a moment to reflect with me and maybe even journal these verses from Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. I'm reading them from the message translation. Trust God from the bottom of your heart. Don't try to figure out everything on your own. Listen for God's voice in everything you do, everywhere you go. He's the one who will keep you on track. Let's pray. Jesus, it's hard to receive the disappointment of a closed door particularly if it causes us to question our good longings. Would you give us eyes to see the gifts that come when way closes? Would you help us to better see who we are and who we are not as doors close behind us? It's in your strong name we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to this episode of Me When I'm Free. I hope you'll continue to join me on this journey toward wholeness and calling. I love a traveling companion. My hope is that you'll see yourself in these stories that I share here. And if nothing else, you'll feel less alone. Click the share button on the podcast if you know a friend who needs an encouraging reminder 
that they aren't alone either. Thanks for listening, friend. Let's meet back here next week.